is total gaslighting. Right Alexa, there. what is the definition of crime? I told Absolutely. you guys. Was that the relief you wanted? Part two, if you would like to find out the question that Sharon is about to answer, please reflect back to the last episode. I think there was this, okay, I was in a relationship with this person for over a year at this point, and it was the holidays, and I was working full-time, going to school full-time, and it was like finals and things like that, and I was just really missing my family, really missing spending this time of the year or that time of the year with them. Not that I wasn't going to see him for actual Christmas, but I was over at his mom's house. And at the time I was pescatarian and so just seafood only. And this was when I was like giving the gifts and things like that. And he went shopping with me and there was this cute like gift shop here um, that we both went to and he told me that she really likes birdhouses. And so I was like, cool, I think this might be a good place for me to buy a birdhouse or something like that. Mm -hmm. Something around that, um, for your mom, for her backyard. And, um, he was like, awesome. So we both went in there. We both bought like small little trinkets and things like that. And I, you know, I was on a budget, like college student, like, I had a lot of bills to pay. I found, like, this wall fence decor. It was, it's one of those, like, Texas Lone Stars with yeah. the with the circle around it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was like, well, I haven't seen, like, one of these around her home, you know? Like, she's got, like, Texas ones, like, uh, the state. So maybe I'll just get this. And I didn't see a birdhouse, so... It was right in my budget. Um, I he was on the other side of the store or whatever, and um, I we both checked out, got into the car, and he's like, "How's what does a birdhouse look like?" And I was like, "Oh, it's not a birdhouse. I didn't find one, but I got her this." And he's like, "Oh, cool." Okay, so cutting back, I'm at her house, and we're giving gifts, and I was excited, and so I give her hers first and (laughs) she had like a smile like on her face and then she unwrapped it and she was like oh some birdhouse and I was like what oh and then I looked at him and he like immediately like looked away and I was like how did she even know that I was like that getting a birdhouse was even a thought yeah I was like he must have told her yeah which sucks because like why would you get her hopes up like that. And also, why wouldn't you just tell her that she wasn't getting a bird house? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I was like, whatever, like take it or leave it. It's yours, mm-hmm. you know, was whatever about it. She didn't get me a gift. She did manage to find a spare like gift bag mm-hmm. and like, had all of these like extra like Bath and Body Works like small hand lotions and sanitizers and like put a couple in there and she was like here you go I was like thank you so much and um, 
And they, then she's starting to make dinner at like 9 p.m. Yeah. And I am so hungry. I have been waiting for this dinner and was, in fact, told not to eat before I came over. Yeah. Right. Because there's going to be food. Because there's food. Yeah. It's 9, pushing 9.30. Mm-hmm. I am hungry. And she's cooking all of this meat and stuff, which is fine, you know. Um, she looked at me and she unwrapped these, like, cut deli meats. I, I, maybe it would be helpful to say that she's from New Jersey, so she took her mm-hmm. pride in, like, the deli that yeah. she found. And she was like, oh, I'm sorry. I would offer you one, but you don't eat meat. Ew. And I straight up looked at her in the eyes, grabbed a handful <laughs> of whatever the pastrami was making <laughs> on that plate. And I opened my mouth really wide and I shoved it all in my mouth. Yeah, Shut I did up. that. No, I did it. And then I looked at him and I was chewing hardcore with my mouth. I was like, this tastes great. Phenomenal. And I said, thank you so much for the dinner. I will be going home now. And... Yeah, I left. I just kind of I grabbed my things. Too. And I could tell he was he felt stuck or whatever. Uh-huh. And I was just Because you're his girlfriend and, and that's, that's his mom. mom. But I wish I would have pulled him aside and said, I can't believe you allowed that to happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm this not could've... saying he could he needed to yell at her or anything, but no. I, I think he could have I mean, he could have... mom, thank you. Yeah. Or, you know, we get it. Moving on kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, the thing with the birdhouse, too, he could have avoided the whole thing if he didn't say anything. Yeah, and I I, I did say that the next day. I was like, did you tell your mom that I was getting her a birdhouse? Mm -hmm. And he's like, yeah, I did. And I was like, okay, well, I hope you noticed what I noticed. He's like, I did. I was like, okay, great. So that'll never happen again then. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, I, it won't. It was a bit absurd. And I don't know. I just, I'm not, I don't need anybody to fight my battles for me. Mm-hmm. That's not what I'm asking for. I'm simply asking for <coughs> support, right? Yeah. That's all. It's kind of just like tag team. Well, also like respect. Yeah. Like, ew. Even if, um, even if you don't like receiving a certain gift, mm-hmm. take it with graciousness. Yeah, a Be gift gracious is a about gift. It. I hate. Oh. Yeah. Are you a texter, or do you want to talk or Facetime on the phone? I want to text. You sure? It depends who. Okay. But mainly, I am a texter. You are a texter. I am. Mm-hmm. Um. What do you think I am? I think you like to phone call and FaceTime, mm-hmm. but it depends too. Mm-hmm. You love to communicate, though. You like to talk, mm-hmm. I feel. Yeah. Certain people, oh my God, yeah. this is so risky. I feel like it depends for me on the day, but mainly texting. Please text me. Yeah. Yeah. You can call me at night. That's fine. <laughs> That's when I have time. <laughs> Ladies, please call her at night. Please call me at night. It is 936. 
Six nine seven. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. I'm not giving out my number on here. Okay. Okay. Next one. Um. I want to share something. Uh, something that my therapist told me that would be helpful in terms of maybe you have a roommate or it's your friend you haven't seen in a long time or maybe you see them all the time and you guys are always on your phones. When you first see your friend or whoever, put your phone away for the first 15 minutes and have a conversation with them and like genuinely check in with them and be grounded and present at the same time. I thought that was super cool. Even if you have like a healthy relationship with yeah. whoever, I think that would be really nice. Say, For sure. Phones away. Let's set a timer. I think that and is like, healthy. Yeah. Because we're just always on our phones. Not. No, no, no at, we're on it. We're, yeah, we're on it. Yeah, we're on it. We're on it. We're on them. But there are times where I like do, I feel like you do too, where you catch yourself and you're like, okay, I'll put my phone up. Yeah. You're like. I do want to be in the moment I because do. the phone's always there. Your social media, mm-hmm. it's there. It's it always going to be there. It is. What's not going to be is you and your friends' time together. Yeah. I mean, yes and no, but mm-hmm. you guys know what I'm saying. Be present with your friends. Life's too short. It is too short. It's, you know, have meaningful conversations. Speaking of meaningful conversations, can I just throw in, I mean, this is communication. Yeah, throw them in. We're here to talk. We are. And um, we be I just want to see how you're going to answer these questions. Okay, go. What is the most beneficial emotion? Oh, my God, I forgot. Oh, I did say love. Love is? Yep. Can I ask why? I feel like it's the most beneficial because it's almost the most genuine form of, like, appreciation for someone. And it's beneficial because it's just, you'd be loving. Okay. Is that a good answer? I don't even know. I, I know where your head is at. Yes. Yeah. I think so. Excuse me. Um, with that being said, what is the <laughs> most destructive emotion? Destructive. I'm going to say confusion. Oh. Because when you're confused, depending on the person, you can take it one or two degrees. You can okay. be confused and upset with the confusion. I don't know. I just don't. So I think with confusion, you just don't know. Right, because there's all that gray matter. There's like the gray area, and then you're overthinking the gray area. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Anyway. No, that does happen. I feel like that happens. That's happened to me. Yeah. It's relatable to me. I feel like the confusion, too, this might not be for you, but the confusion, too, it always, for me, it goes down, like, it goes to, like, the bad. Like, it's a bad confusion. Okay. Does that make sense? Maybe, like, you're maybe internalizing it as, like, a negative. Connotation. Yeah. Okay. I would say that. Okay. The feeling of unknown can be destructive for me and confused. Yeah. All right. How about you? What's the most beneficial for you? Um, I 
two, I'm going to say love. Just because I feel like that's what we're put on this earth to do. And I'm not saying it's always um, correlated to another person, another human being. It could be to an animal, mm-hmm. to a book, to music, to To yourself. Food. Yeah. Big one there. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Um, to yourself. Yeah. So I feel like it, it helps make the world spin around. I think so, too. You know? I think love is the greatest feeling. Yeah, absolutely. Deep affection for everything. Yeah. For your pet, for yourself, mm-hmm. for another person. What do you think is the most destructive? I'm going to say love. Mm. Mm-hmm. I see that point, too. Yeah. Yeah? I feel like it's a, it could be a slippery slope for some people, and they could lose their way and maybe stop taking care of themselves or others who may depend on them. Um, which I'm not trying to confuse love. Like, love is pure. Love is honest. It really does not or should not boast kind of situation. Um, but I do think that some people, their ideology of, of love and their experience, which is, again, valid, mm-hmm. um, could, I guess, utilize something that is meant for good. And, and maybe their intentions are good, right? But it, it's not healthy for them, right? Mm-hmm. Um. He really? He's hearing what you're saying. He's giving me a hug right now. (laughs) Never seen him do this. He really is like. You got to take a picture of this. If you had to sum up the whole human species in three words, what would those words be? Workaholics. Judgy. I'm going to say funny. I'd say... A lot of us work really hard, mm-hmm. like, in this world. Like, that is our thing. Judgy. There's a lot of people judging others for who they are, what they like, what they dislike. I mean, I think it's a normal thing for a human to, like, judge. But to judge and make it negative or to say, like, oh, this person sucks because they like giraffes yeah that sucks that's so like who cares if they like giraffes yeah you know uh what was the last thing i said giraffes no no (laughs) (laughs) no what did i just say my adjective workaholics judgy and funny and funny there are some really funny people out there yes there are like, random. I like the pocket funny people. Dude, me too. I just made that up, but what that means for me is they got jokes in the pocket. They do. I don't know how else to explain that. I love my dark humor babies yeah. because I have a lot of dark humor. Yeah. And I feel like if you do have dark humor in some sort, you've been through some I have to ask, like, what, what have you done in the past to where you say something and people don't receive your joke well. Like, they, that is just not their type of humor at all. Like, what do you do? Okay, so, it, okay, this one's a good one because I do this all the time to friends. Like, 
I'll do my dad joke where it's like they'll be talking about their dad or something and I'll be like that's so cool. I wish I had a dad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't know whether cuz I can see it it's in like, their yeah. face because they want to be like sensitive and caring. But then they don't like they're still like Okay, should I be sensitive to caring or should I laugh? Yeah. It's like one or the other. Yeah. Or some people will laugh and be like, oh my God, Rachel, that's so funny and terrible. Now I feel guilty. Mm-hmm. Or it just is what it is. But then I tell them, I'm like, no, like, it's okay. You can laugh. Like, that's just like my dark humor. I have yeah. a very dark sense of humor. Like, you're just like roasting yourself. Yeah. Literally. Don't know how to. Most of the time, I am roasting myself. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do? What's like an example? Um, depends. Okay, let's okay, just... Okay, like yacht guy. Okay. It flew over that dude's head. And I just... <laughs> what did I do? What did I tell y'all? I kept throwing shots. You literally did. did. Okay, I have a question. Okay. You are a raunchy person. Around the right people, yeah. Yeah. Have you ever said, like, a raunchy joke to someone and that's just not their, like... Yes. Okay, what happens? They were like, oh, my God, Sharon. I mean, not you. It's just not everyone's. Well, I'm like, well, like, what is... I I am genuinely curious. I'm like, what is funny to you? Like, it's okay if it's not my kind of funny. Mm -hmm. But, like, literally, what is... Yeah, funny, funny to, to you. you. Yeah, I mean, I was raised on watching like Jackass, yep. the CKY videos on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Don't even get me started about the congratulations part. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what I'm talking about, maybe look it up. Yeah. Um, two older brothers who are very outspoken. Yeah. Funny guys. My brothers are some of the funniest dudes I've ever met in my life. Mm-hmm. Ever. Um, I uh, often, um, I, I feel like I surprise people, you know, and I've actually had a couple of people tell me, like, wow, Sharon, you're just like this small little dainty thing, this little blonde girl, and then you just start busting out these one-liners, and I'm just like... <laughs> you really yeah, do. Yeah, that is me. They're great. That is me. And, you know... I'm lucky that I was brought up in a family that jokes, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. we don't joke around just anybody. Like, we're protective of – because we're funny, and we know that not everybody will receive it well. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. I mean, it's nothing, like, bad. Yeah. It's just, like, it's – It just is what it is. It's your form of funniness. Yeah. But respect everyone's funniness. Yeah. Like, well, I, I, it's also something I just value Yeah, as a human. I mm-hmm. value that out of my friends. I mean, obviously not everybody needs to have the same kind of humor as me, but, like, mm-hmm. if I'm very close to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. I've even been told um, by one of my besties um, that I brought out more of, like, her side mm-hmm. of humor. Like, I guess she had internalized it a lot. Or, like, only shared it with, like, other guy friends. Yeah. And she was like, wow, I finally have a, a girlfriend who I can act this way around. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Oh, my 
God, his farts smell like dirt. Sister, you are so far away from the microphone. No, but I can hear myself perfectly. It's not It's not the same. Are you sure? Yes, I promise. You're lying. I'm not lying. Mm. Listen to yeah. my profession. I will take that <laughs> into consideration. Um, when you're editing, it makes all the difference. Okay, I want to ask you this. Oh, she put the book down. Audio engineer. Okay. What is a common misconception in your field from your perspective, right? Because I feel like maybe other audio engineers might hear this and be like, well, actually, it's this. But sorry, I'm not asking you all. I'm asking Rachel. (laughs) What is a common misconception? Common misconception. You can give me a couple. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Common misconception is that it really is a group effort on an album, on a song. It is, the artist is bringing me their song. Mm -hmm. They want it to sound like, let's just say, they want want to sound like Prince. Sure. And we we can try to make them sound like Prince. There's maybe another person in this world that does sound like Prince. Right. But we're going to try our best. Right. Um, But it's a team effort. Mm -hmm. The audio engineer takes you. To where you need to go, like in terms of your product and what you want it to be. Yeah. That's a misconception. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like audio engineers don't get enough light for yeah. like their songs yeah. and with what they do. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of time as well. That's another misconception. Another thing is to... I have felt that when a band brings in their friends right. and stuff, their friends kind of, like, help on the song. Or they're like, I've had a rapper, like, bring in uh, one of his one of his girlfriends. <laughs> his girlfriend. And she is the only one that can be in the room to have him rap a certain way. Really? Yeah. Like, straight up. And we'll be, like, going through it together and... She's like, babe, you got to say it like this. You are not saying it like you usually say it. You know, this is the first time I'm, like, with this rapper. Yeah. And it's crazy because it really is a collaboration. That's so cool, though. Of so many people. I've never heard this story before. Yeah. I'm glad There was another um, time where I had a friend in another room who was an audio engineer, and he was mixing, and then... I, like, brought him in. I'm like, hey, do you think it sounds good the way that this guy, like, his flow is? Or, like, what's a better word for this, what he's saying? And then he gives his opinion, and then we use it. Mm-hmm. And it really is a col- collaboration in the room, I think, more so. And a lot of the songs you hear, most of the artists that are big now are because of their audio engineers. Yeah. Because, and to be, um, I mean, we had someone from, uh, I forget his name, but you were there at the my graduation. He yeah. was the bassist for Blue October. He's also the owner of uh, Orb Studios here in Austin. And he was saying that in order to be a producer and a good one, you kind of have to be an audio engineer too. Like, you have to know how this gear works. Yeah. And most of the artists that come in, they have no idea how Pro Tools is. They don't know how to EQ. They don't know how to compress. Mm -hmm. They just 
they don't. That's what an audio engineer is there for. Yeah. Um, and that's a misconception. I'm trying to think of, like, another one. I would say the reason albums take a long time is because it's it's literally just, like, back and forth. You, it is so much time. Editing yeah. drum tracks, let's say you have not a great drummer, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say he's, like, a three out of... 10. It's not great. He can't stay on tempo. Yeah. Um, if he can't stay on tempo, that's eight hours of me editing to click him to a tempo. Ooh. And like from what I gathered mm-hmm. from the bassist of mm-hmm. Blue October's lecture mm-hmm. is that the drums are the foundation of the band. Yeah. So and then it builds up like a triangle. Yeah, exactly. So you have your drums, what builds on Top of that is the bass, right. because that's the foundation. Yeah. Then you have your guitars, mm-hmm. and maybe like keyboards, that, and then your vocals are in the middle. Mm-hmm. Your vocals are really the spotlight in the grand scheme of like theory, but it really depends on the artist. Like sometimes yeah. you'll have an artist be like, "No, I don't want the vocals to shine. I want that guitar to shine." Yeah, that's really cool too. Yeah, it's really it's so creative. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say it's a lot of work. Um, and when you're listening to, I don't know who, The Weeknd, Bad Bunny, 1975, it's their whole team. It's not just them. It's them. They are the talent. They're giving you that product, but we're all working together towards the same goal of what they want. Yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> I mean, I love that. I Can I tell you what one of my preconceived yeah. ideas were? I honest, I, I, I don't know anything about, and I still don't. I mean, I've learned some through you, mm-hmm. like that, for instance. But I thought <coughs> audio engineers also produced and, like, mixed. And, like, maybe they do, you know what I mean? But, like... That doesn't mean every mm-hmm. audio engineer produces. Correct. I do not like, produce. Yeah, it's like there's, it's a collab. Yeah, it is. I mean, um, so for me, I would say I'm a recording engineer. I love sessions. Mm-hmm. I love making an experience, an experiment, or experiment, experience for my bands or my artists i literally i'll ask them what their favorite drink is their snacks they like um if they like a certain candle um it in some of our rooms at the studio like we have a drum room and there's a computer in there with like a monitor and i'll put like hey what's the feel of the song what do you want in the background like to watch or face Mm -hmm. and sometimes they'll be like a fireplace Mm-hmm. Or they're, like, looking for, like, something, like, that looks, like, acid or something, like, yeah, crazy, you know, yeah. if it's a psychedelic group. Sure. Um, but what did you ask? No, it was, like, what my conception or Yeah, sorry, sorry. So idea. back to, like, that's what I like to do. But I also do like to mix. Mm-hmm. So mixing for me, I would say is a more creative process yeah. of you are listening um to references. So a, a lot of the things that people don't know is when an artist comes in, 
they have these music tracks that are references. So mm-hmm. let's go back to the Prince. Let's do Little Red Corvette by Prince. Uh, a band okay. brings that song in. They want to sound just like that. So we listen for that reference. We listen to the guitars. Do they yeah. sound warm? Do they sound more open? Yeah. Are they panned to the left of your ear? Are Ooh, they... that happens in songs. I know oh. y'all hear this in the car. It literally. It's called the ping pong effect. So yeah. you'll hear it in one ear and then back to the other, yeah. back and forth. Yeah. Um, but mixing is really, so back to the reference, every, I feel every song has a reference track. And also right. mastering is really the technical part. Mm-hmm. Technical, so mastering more so means like we're bringing it up to um, commercial stand in the way we hear it. Okay. So... If, let's say, if we left our podcast right now like it is and mm-hmm. not mastered, it would be at a lower volume on our phones. Right. Because when you turn up a phone, you know how you see, like, the volume and it's Go at up. one, two, three, four. Yeah. Mastering, it brings all that up to the level for you to hear it correctly. Right. That right. way everyone can hear it. And then with mastering, too, you hear it on different speakers. So. Mm-hmm. We'll take it from small speakers, or sorry, monitors. Uh, we'll take it to headphones. Okay. We'll take it to our cars yeah. to listen. And if they don't all sound the same, there's right. something going on in the mix. Interesting. And you have to go back to the mix, which is where you did all these cuts and these moves, and then you have to adjust them. Interesting. Yeah. But I will say, if you... If you get everything in your recording, that's kind of why I'm telling you to like get closer to the mic and stuff. Yeah. You won't have to do so many moves of editing and moving it around and adjusting voice and pitches. Right. And so on and so forth. Mm. So um, get everything done in the recording. If you do the recording correctly, everything is smooth sailing. That's so cool. Yeah. Super interesting. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. Thank you, thank you. Um, But in terms of, like, yeah, you can... I am not a producer. I do not like making beats. I have before. Um, But it's just not my thing. I just didn't... So fair. Yeah, it's just not my thing. I love, like, I um, admire all my beat producers and stuff. But you can really... Yeah, you can pick and choose as an audio engineer with what you want to do. Yeah, that's Uh, so cool. Yeah. So many avenues. So many different ones. It's You can it. have a hat and everything. Yeah. I love that. Well, thank you for answering or saying some common misconceptions yeah. with audio engineers. Of course. Respect audio engineers. Yeah. That if you didn't, if we didn't have audio engineers, I don't know what music would do. Yeah. Wouldn't sound the same. It would not sound the same. No one's really ever asked me that, so that's cool. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm going to... I feel like I owe it to people to say this. Um, A couple of common misconceptions about, like, mental health. Yes. What are the common misconceptions? I think if you're... I am not a clinician yet. She's not. And I'm not saying that I am. I'm actually saying otherwise. Yes. But based off of my time spent in this, working in this industry Mm -hmm. and going to school for it, 
I feel like there isn't a lot of margin for clinicians or therapists or those who are into in the mental health field right now. I see that it's very common for people to assume like, oh, they have their lives together. Oh, my therapist must have a perfect marriage mm-hmm. or perfect friendships or whatever. And that is not the case, believe it or not. Believe it or not. I've actually had a therapist like, snap at me a couple of times and from my perspective nothing had been done wrong I think it was more so of like they were stressed they have a lot on their plate kind of thing that's what I got from it and of course like I'm dealing with other things in my life right but I have to do my best to be present at my job be aware yeah Absolutely. Um, I could have gotten very upset with them and, like, stayed that way for, I guess, like, taking something out on me that is honestly to the general public. And by that, I mean, like, everyone who's working at this community, right? Um, But I didn't. And here's why. Because this therapist probably deals with a lot of touchy topics with their patients and has a home life, has a life outside of here, probably is dealing with mental health stuff for themselves. I don't know. I don't know. They have lives too. They can be imperfect too. Okay. Yeah. You've told me before that therapists have therapists. Therapists do. Well, we should. Yeah. Yeah. Therapists should have therapists. But yes, um, don't idolize your therapist to the point where you you think these things about them. You know, and maybe they do have a wonderful marriage and they have a wonderful life and they have wonderful kids and everything's going great for them. But don't look past that to the point where you you might not think that they've gone through something significant, right? Um, they're so a just person keep, too. keep that in mind. Yeah. Keep that in mind. And if you have a friend who is either a therapist or is trying to become a therapist, let's open the discussion up for trauma dumping, right? Um, if I had to assume about your friend who is a therapist or trying to be one, they're a good listener. And maybe they really do want to help, right? Um, and I'm not saying that it's not okay to seek help from your friend. That is not what I'm saying. What I am saying is maybe just check in with them first. You know, give a little feeler out, right? And and then go from there. Or you could simply say, I... I appreciate when people are kind of honest, like, hey, I'm struggling. Yeah. I've had that done a lot. And I love that they're telling me that. Because I know where to point them to, you know? Because reaching out to a therapist for the first time is very scary. You don't even know where to start. There's all these acronyms behind their names. Literally. What does this mean? What is an LMFT? Yeah. What is an LPC? Literally with my ther- my first therapist. Literally. I was like, where do, where do I, I start? start? Yeah. 
Because there's so much. What is sliding scale? Yeah, literally. Literally. Um, so, yeah, it's very overwhelming. And I appreciate when people say, hey, I'm struggling hardcore. Oftentimes, they don't even tell me what's bothering them. And that's fine. I'm not here to try to soak up everything in your life and be nosy or anything like that. I just want to make sure that I'm doing my part as your friend or even your friend's friend um, to make sure I can point you in the right direction as fast as possible, as fast as I can do it. Because um, I am a human too and, you yeah. know. Um, so with that being said, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Uh, and I do want to... Mental Health Awareness Month. Yeah, self-care is, is a lot more than face masks and pedicures. Those are all great things. Um, there is more to self-care and more to coping skills mm-hmm. than that. Um, if you need help finding a therapist, reach out to me. You can text me. Whatever it is, I will try my best to get back to you as soon as possible. But I can always promise that I will reply. I absolutely will reply. Um, and I and I can, you know, get you a shortcut to who to look for. You know, maybe what, ki- what kind of modalities. Yeah. That might pique your interest, you know. Um, so please don't feel afraid to do that. I'm here for you. Um, it'll all be confidential, of course. Um, I support you guys. I support you guys, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have one last question. Okay. Let's hear it. For you. Ketchup or mustard? <laughs> Ketchup. And yeah. I'm looking away from her because I know she's going to say mustard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, one time I said, what would you rather have in a hot dog, ketchup or mustard? And someone said mayo. That makes me mad. I, oh, my God. I sounded so country there. Yeah. Mad. She went a little bubba child on me. I went Leon Bridges. Oh, oh I love him. Yeah, he's awesome. Great performer. Um, okay. No, the real last question is, what is a miracle that happened to you today? A miracle? Yeah. Don't overthink it. I know. What did I do? A miracle. I... A miracle is that um, my friend gave me things that is kind of like a schedule in terms of like astrology (laughs) or like how I am. Oh, yes. But she gave me, like, a schedule of what to, like, work on. Because sometimes I just need a routine. Sometimes she um, needs a and schedule. And she kind of just did it for me. But Monday, she said to be social. Tuesday, social service or career-related. Mm-hmm. Wednesday, social or career. Thursday, home, go internal. And yesterday, I was really, like, she was spot on. Those are the things, like, even without thinking. So today, I took the time to, like, clean my room, clean yeah. up our house. So it's a miracle, I would say, that I <laughs> took care of myself today. Yes. Um, hey, that can be really hard sometimes. Yeah. And 
I think it's always a miracle when we have these really big talks because it expands my brain. Yeah. And, um, I think it's cool that we do this. And every time we do this, it's... I, I know. Get, I feel like we get closer. I feel like we and do, you know too. what's so... Like, closer than we already are, which... Which you didn't think that could get possible. I, I didn't. Or that could be possible. We're just like... Whereas English is my second language. We're just I'm like... Sorry. A, we're just like this big onion together. We're one big onion full of layers. We are. Um, no, I love that. You know, I've also had people tell me that they've gotten to know me better through this podcast, which I think is cool. I, I think mean, it's how, so cool. Well, if you think about it, they are getting... Me on like a you and I level, which is pretty intimate. Yeah. No. Like platonically. No one has really intimate. like said that, but I feel like based on like the comments, they're like, wow, I didn't know like you yeah. thought like this. Yeah, same. Or like, or I didn't know this about you. And I was like, oh, well, I mean, you know, and, and honestly, some of them have felt like a little bad. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, and, uh, you know, I I'm not gonna invalidate that, whatever. But I I think that that's kind of another cool thing about doing this. Yeah, is the intimacy, the the vulnerability that we're letting people in on, and yeah, you know, I don't know. I think it's a cool gift. I would say it's a it's a really cool gift of like freedom. Yeah, freedom of expression. And of expression. Yeah. Because I'm really not holding back. Yeah, I'm not. I, I would I'm say not I, either. I'm not holding back. I mean, maybe on certain stuff and like, I mean, I mean I'll be honest. I did not love how I sounded all the way through, but I am sick. Um, yeah, look, this is not the best week for us, but we came in we with really did. our heads up high. We gave you guys our thoughts. We did. We did. We did. And and hopefully some tools on how to communicate better with whoever it is that's in your life yeah. that you want to communicate better with. and Just, tr- you know, like, just try your best. And yeah. if you don't get it right the first time, yeah. try again. Yeah, there's nothing wrong. Try yeah, and Yeah, just keep freaking trying. See what fits. See what works. Yeah. Um, I do want to bring up one, a few things maybe. Okay. One thing for sure. I got... A lot of agreement on the square plates. And I also got some hate. Listen here, haters. You heard it here first. I am sorry that you love being in a box. (laughs) Shut (laughs) up. No, I mean, I I am playing. Like, I'll eat off of a a square plate. I think my parents have them. Okay, hold on. I want to go back to this poll. So... Do you dig square, square dishes? Oh, yes. Square dishes. Yes, 54%. That's 13. And no to 11 votes. So I said I do dig them. You like them? I do like them. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm sick of my circular ones. That There's w- other cool circular ones. No. The, okay, maybe I just need to buy new circular ones. But Let me the, put you on. Honestly, please put me on. I am sick of these yellow plates. They okay. remind me of my grandmother. Okay, say it with your chest. Uh, no, one more time. Five, six, seven, eight, and one. They remind me of... <laughs> oh, damn it. I can't say her name. <laughs> Just bleep it out. I will. Who do they remind you of? 
Grandma. Thank there you. Jeez. <laughs> We're loopy. We are. Um, um, oh, what was your miracle? My miracle? Five, I, six, seven, eight, and go. My cat laying on my <laughs> chest. Aw. Ember. Uh, yeah. Well, she... When we when Rachel and I moved in together, Rachel's got two cats. They've got their own um, communication <laughs> going on. And I think Ember was so intrigued that, like, she finally lives with some cats yeah. again, you know? Yeah. So ever since then, she's like, okay, mom, leave me alone. You know, she'll cuddle with me when she wants to. Whereas before, when I lived by myself, she she would not let me like cook without her like on my hip yeah like holding her i do remember that no i i'm not kidding i seriously considered buying one of those baby wrap things you know like they look like long scarves yeah and i thought about putting her in that but now it's like she just doesn't even care no she don't she's like peace out girl yeah she's like i got friends to observe no literally and so today when she just came and plopped on my chest i was like this is literally what i needed so, small miracle. Uh, it's your cat. Big victory. Love it. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what I want to do? It's a bit impulsive. Okay, go. Can we call someone to see how they would handle a scenario? Yeah. Let's call. <laughs> We're going to have to bleep her out. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. You answered. Oh, my God. Thank okay. God. We're on the air. Can you take a question from us? Oh, God, yes. Okay, hold on. Let me get close to Sharon so you can hear. Okay. Hey, girl, can you hear me? Hey, yes. Hey. Okay, I'm curious. You don't have to answer this. We could always reframe it. But let's just say you and your partner got in a fight and you're upset about something that they did. How are you going to voice to them how you feel? Uh, okay, so if I'm being completely honest, I am a hundred and thousand percent working on my communication because fair, fair, we love I'm, it. Yeah, I'm one of those people who like if something bothers me, I hate confrontation, so mm. I will like shut down and yeah. probably not talk for like a day or two, and then just like I don't know, blow it over and be fine. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. Now I definitely am trying to, like, be more upfront, I guess, but in a calm way. Not like, hey, man, you're pissing me off. But just like, hey, you did this, and it made me feel like this. And then, yeah, see where that takes it. I love I love that. I love where Using this is going. Using your eye feels. Yeah. Yes. Love. Okay. No blame games. Yeah. Yes. No, for sure. I well, love that. You hit that. I'm glad we called her. Yeah, thank God. Yeah, literally. Because <laughs> the topic is communication. <laughs> hey, <laughs> love it. Yes. Okay, was that all your question? Um, okay. No, I've got one more. How would you feel? Let's just say it was me and I was not my best self. And you did something to make me mad, and I confronted you. And I, it, I wasn't explosive about it, but I was just saying, 
hey, dude, like, I don't like the way you walked into my house, didn't pet my dog, and <laughs> kicked my cat away to go out to the back door. What would you say? I would say, damn, girl, my bad. You know, I love Jimmy. Um, <laughs> I'm just having a bad day. I guess I didn't see him. Um, I don't know. No, if you, like, for real were mad at me and I did something to piss you off, even if you were just, like, even if it wasn't anything major and, yeah. like, you were just having a bad day and kind of, I guess, flashing out. But, like, I would literally probably just apologize and give you space okay okay honestly that is fair that is fair i the space part really is like yeah that's cool cool that is cool anymore like you know how some people will like apologize and then they're like all over your grill yes like that's what happened with a therapist immediately apologized and was like trying to like i guess make amends and be around me and like obviously i'm like "Eh, i'm okay with some space but i did respect what they did yeah i know this isn't making sense to you right now but it will (laughs) sure it will next week it will on wednesday yeah okay okay is that all the question yes okay we will bleep out your name thank you for answering thank you (laughs) thank you have a good night love you bye You heard it here now. That was our PS. I love you. Yeah. Okay. I loved it. I loved that it. That was great. Honestly, I we love. are going to, we should do that more often. The PS. I love you. No, call someone. Yeah. Maybe that should be the ending. The PS. I love you. What yeah. do y'all think? Let us know. Mm. Mm. Okay. That's it. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. Listen, it's been a tough week over here. <laughs> Maybe it's been a tough week over there, but we hope, we hope you walked out with some new insights or maybe, you know, a different perception of communication that you originally had. Yeah. And maybe you've got some feedback for us or something you want to tell us. Please do. DMs are open. DMs are always open. Please follow our Instagram at the O podcast one, not the number. No, yes, the number. Oh, wait. Not spelled out. <laughs> what Sharon said. Um, I got to go to bed. Yeah, we got to so, go. We got a life to live. You guys have a nice week. Happy uh, mental health awareness month. Yes. It's all of May. Please reach out to me if you need um, any resources. Yep. Happy to send. No, literally, I have like a Google Doc. Like, I can send this to you. Good night. Good night, guys. Bye. Au revoir.